Hello, I am Joe Rycroft. And I'm Adam Hewitt. Welcome to the Exercise Right podcast, the show where we delve deep into the world of exercise, rehabilitation, and wellness. A fun, non drab approach where Adam and I will be talking about all things exercise, physiology, health, and rehabilitation, whilst debunking myths, making some complex science a lot more simple, and giving you some tips and tricks to improve your health and well being. Each week, we will host guest speakers who are experts in their field and hear from you, the listener, to answer any of your questions. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I am all right. I'm, You're all I've, right. <laughs> I, I, the, the days are slowly getting longer, which is good. I feel like we've popped over that hump, which is Do exciting you think for me. Officially, they are. Oh, well, absolutely. It's, it's dark all the time up here. I feel like it's the darkest it's been. Well, we passed the summer, the winter solstice. Oh, wait, I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, well. So, and, you know, the days that we're, I think we're making, what's it? I think it's officially two minutes a day. Oh, every minute increase. <laughs> every minute counts. <laughs> I tell you what, is my little, my mentality is 90 days. As soon as it turns New Year, Happy New Year, by the way, everyone, guys. Um, is as soon as it turns New Year, I'm like, right, 90 days of of darkness. Then we got the whole... When did you get to March? Everything's lovely. Everything's... Everyone's having a great time in March. Everyone yeah, forgets Mar- about how Mar- horrible March the winter is, was. We've just, we've just got to get through February first. <laughs> I hate but, February. Yeah, <laughs> it's, not, it's not even February yet. Well, it's nearly February, but... Just, just not a Valentine's person, are you? Well... <laughs> <laughs> No. Is that why? Is that why? Is that why? <laughs> is that why February? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. To be honest, I don't. I'm not. Not someone that buys into all the uh, the American crazies. On, I feel like I had, a, I had a, a, a ex girlfriend. Obviously, um, I don't know why that's obvious, but you know, it's, it's not Emma. Not not so, your wife. Not a current girlfriend. That's not Emma. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, born on born on Valentine's Day. That was a bloody bugger. I tell you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. You got no excuses there. Yeah, don't no. rate it, guys. Don't do it. No. Anyway, we, com- we completely go off course. We we digress. What? In, in typical exercise right fashion. Bringing it Why, back to bring back, it back in. in. Who do we? Today? We have the wonderful Sam, or who also goes by the name of Mummy Runner or Mummy Dot Runner on Instagram. So check yeah. her out, guys, if you would like to get a little bit more insight into who we're talking to. Um, but she's going to talk us through a little bit more around parenting, running, and everything in between. Mm, just the odd odd running of a hundred kilometers, I think, wasn't it? Well, we'll have to find out. See you on the other side. See you on the other side. Hello and good, well, good evening. No, I told you I'd mess up, didn't I? Do it all the time. This is always the mess up. It's not good <laughs> the evening, worst is bit. it? It's the, the worst, worst bit. This is the worst bit. I always get this bit wrong. I always go, hello, and then I'm like, oh my God, I'm suddenly on. Oh, I'm glad it's not me that started there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go again. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Exercise Right UK podcast. Uh, we're delighted to welcome um, Sam on the show today. We have Sam who is uh, on Instagram, uh, mummy runner or mummy dot runner. And a really fascinating story. I was very interested to um, bring Sam on, um, and kind of Sam kindly accepted the invitation. Um, and just to sort of give a very brief overview of of what Sam does. I mean, Sam doesn't just go for a run. Uh, she'll go for a run and then do a hundred k. Might do fifty k. Might do a marathon. <laughs> and the volume is just amazing for me to to talk of. But on top of it is a 
very proud mum of three. Um, and I was really interested to, first and foremost, talk about how you manage that in your day to day um, and also bring in the postnatal side of how training and what you did and how you got to that sort of volume of running. So thank you so much for joining us today. Um, and Thank you for having me. No, great. And I guess, first and foremost, tell us a bit about yourself. Okay. Um, so I am, as you said, a mum of three children. Um, I'm a stay-at-home mum. I very fortunately haven't gone back to work um, since having my daughter. She's nine, my eldest. Um, and yeah, I kind of got into running probably about 15 years ago, as most people probably do, as a free way of getting fit. Um, it turns out it's not so free. Um, but um, <laughs> as I think I've had kind of the kids, um, it's given me more motivation to get outdoors and um I gave myself a target after having my daughter to run a half marathon. Um, and yeah, I was really proud of myself. I did that the following year. Um, and then my son was born a year later. And after having him, I did the same half marathon. And I thought, great, much better now. And I did it in exactly the same time to the minute. And that really annoyed me. And um, <laughs> well, most me... people would be like, I'm really happy with that. <laughs> like annoyed by it. <laughs> and I was so annoyed with myself that that probably that moment made me much more competitive um, within myself. And yeah, ever since then, um, it's given me much more of a push and drive to kind of um, do a bit more. So um, yeah, I signed up six weeks later to do another half marathon and um, shaved six minutes off my time. So I was really happy with that. And then, um, yeah, it kind of all went from there, really. And um, been very fortunate that my husband is really supportive and knows that I do do the running for myself and the sense of enjoyment and um, the free time I guess that I get to myself um, aside to having the kids at home and the older two are at school now but um, yeah that's a bit about me really. And have you always that competitive nature of what you've you know no equaling your time <laughs> equaling what you're doing have you always had that competitive edge about or absolutely developed? not and I would say there's not really anything else in my life that I'm competitive about <laughs> <laughs> um I was a beauty therapist before having the kids and um was not particularly a um I don't want to say I wasn't ambitious but I wasn't kind of super ambitious career-wise and um, I knew that I always wanted to have children and that I could stay at home with them that, that that's what I wanted to do um so in terms of, yeah, just the competitiveness, it's kind of just something within myself that I found just as I've kind of come along. Um, the more runs I've done, the more I've kind of pushed myself. Um, and yeah, we we lived out in Dubai for a few years, actually. And I there's quite a big running scene there. And so I used to do the winter series where you'd always compete with the same people. Um, there were quite small races. So um, that was quite a, a good drive for competitiveness as well, because I knew who I, who I was racing. I could see beforehand, oh, who's going to be there, or oh, they're really fast. or um, Yeah, so that's kind of, I guess, where it comes from. But other, other than running, no, not at all. <laughs> what is it about running that gets you out of the house and gets, you know, you know you're know you super passionate about it. You can kind of tell that from yeah. the way you're speaking. But can you, can you kind of give us insight into what it is about running that, that gives you that buzz? Do you know, I think it's just, I don't listen to music or anything. I just love just being outside. Um, no one asking anything of you. No one demanding your attention. Um, yeah, just getting out in the fresh air. And I'd say in the last couple of years, particularly when I was training for the ultra, um, I've done a lot more trail runs. And I just think being outside in the 
in the countryside it's just it's just a really nice kind of time out for me um my youngest is he turns two next month um and I'm at home with him and it's it's quite full-on um so it's just a really nice break um and I think it's probably one of the only things that I mean there is obviously a sense of guilt when I go out especially when you're doing like a long run that's like three four hours but I kind of feel like that's okay. I think if I said to my husband, I'm going to go for a coffee for three hours, he'd probably look at me and be like, uh, what? <laughs> but because I'm running, it's kind of acceptable. Um, and I was so, going yeah. to say, is there, um, there seems to be a correlation with, as the number of children have gone up, the, the distance <laughs> ran's got a little bit longer. Is yeah. that, is that coincidence? Is that further? <laughs> <laughs> I think but... once the older two were, they were both kind of at school before, my youngest was born so I had kind of that that moment in time which now doesn't feel uh, like it was very long but I did have that time where I didn't have any children at home I was pregnant but I didn't have any children so I could kind of run whenever I wanted for however long I wanted um and I was really fortunate that with um my last pregnancy I uh, was probably the the fittest and the strongest that I've been so I was able to run for throughout throughout the whole pregnancy really um and I think, yeah, that was just like a really, a really good time where I didn't have any, anyone else kind of throughout the day, I could go as and when I wanted to. Um, and so, yeah, I just really enjoyed it. And then I'd always said to my husband that I wanted to do an ultra. We've got a friend that's done quite a few Ironmans and ultra runs himself. And every time we saw them, he'd always just kind of push that button a little bit more. And I was like, right, I'm just going to do it. So, um, yeah, after I had Rafa, I, our little boy, um, I was like, right, I'm just going to sign myself up. And then that's it. It's paid for. It's done. I have to do it. And um, yeah, I just really loved it. I- I'm a miles man. 100 yes, kilometers me too. <laughs> is, is what? 50, 50, 60, 60, 60, 60, 62. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> How do you go about? <laughs> what's your exercise program block? What does that look like? How do you get to the point of going? I mean, when you do a marathon, there is obviously yeah. a volume and training bid and yeah. you hit a certain number. Is it the same? Do you look at the training block and go, right, I need to be really comfortable in hitting, I don't know, like a casual 70 kilometers? Yeah, the I actually, <laughs> I just downloaded a, a free um, 100K training plan online. Um, and it was actually, it worked really well for me because the, it was basically every weekend was double back-to-back long runs. Um, just to get you used to running on tired legs but the Saturday long run was always a distance which obviously over time got long got got further and further um, but the Sunday's run was a, a time rather than running x amount of miles so I think because my legs were so tired from the previous day because it was just a time rather than an actual distance I really didn't care how fast or slow I ran it was just like okay I need to run for this length of time um my legs are tired so I'll just go with whatever um whatever feels good and so that really that really worked um for me to to kind of to get the back-to-back long runs in um yeah and I think I did a couple of marathons kind of in my training and which felt nuts that that was kind of part of the training rather than actually running something um but yeah I loved it I really enjoyed I think it's actually prior to training for it I was very much I need to run at a certain pace and I need to run you know quite not hard all the time but I never ran slowly and I think it really taught me to actually enjoy running slower take your time um, and it took a little bit of pressure off of myself to run and hit a certain pace um, 
and I knew that the ultra I did the it was the Jurassic Coast ultra that I did um in May this year so I knew it would be hilly so I, I didn't have any any pressure on myself or how fast I wanted to do it um although my husband would probably not <laughs> agree with that um but um yeah I just I was just like take it and uh, yeah just enjoy it I know I was gonna <laughs> say it's it's interesting that you say that when you had then had the plan to follow that you relaxed about your pacing and the speeds that you were running. Yeah. That, yeah. I guess took that uncertainty of what should I do, what shouldn't I do, which I think is something that we've, yes. we've we've heard quite a bit of. But do you do most of your training on your own? Then is it? Is it? Or do you? I do, do have everything on my own. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. So I do. Well, I do. I say that. Um. Yeah. I do it's my husband works from home three days a week and then he's away two days a week so if he's home I can put the baby down for a nap and then I can run when he's asleep which is great um but when he's not here I have to run with the buggy um which is also fine um but I I can just run basically I run when he naps so I just run as long as he stays asleep so sometimes I get almost back to my car and I just do laps because I'm like oh he's still asleep I'll keep going a bit further I'll keep going um and yeah so that's kind of how I've done it and then over weekend I just try and get up early but yeah I'm always always out by myself um I, I have considered in the past joining a running club but um I think the local ones near us are it's like seven o'clock in the week which is the kids bedtime um, or my husband's not here. So it, it does make it a little bit more difficult um, to, to get out of an evening, which is, is partly my own choice. I don't particularly like to miss their bedtime if I can help it. Um, so to kind of, to do that every week, I would just, it, it's just my choice not to do that, I guess. But I'm quite happy running by myself. Um, yeah, just no, I don't listen to music or anything. I just enjoy, just no sound. <laughs> it sounds like the running just the actual aspect of running is giving you solace and it's equally a part of your mental health, I guess, oh, in how it supports that. Um, I mean, do you want to elaborate on it and that running alone the, without the music and yeah, you know, we, we talk about, <clears throat> um, what's it called? The lonely runner, isn't it? Or the lonely marathon yes. runner. Yeah. Um, but it, it feels like that in some ways that's a mental challenge when you're training those long distances yeah almost that feels different for yourself it almost feels like that's yeah quite, 100%. quite an attraction for you yeah I think um as I said earlier I think um I don't I don't work so I'm at home with the kids when the older two are at school so it's probably the only thing that I do where it's it's only for me it's just for my own time and my own headspace and the only time when there is no one kind of speaking to me or you know nagging me <laughs> um and yeah, I did. I have tried before running with music, and yeah, I just, I just like the the peace and just listening to my own thoughts. It's a really good time to kind of think about other things, um, aside from just the day to day, day to day things, I guess. When I ever do long runs, uh, my yeah. brain almost goes to jelly <laughs> in that the you know the carbohydrate drop in what you're doing, the fuel drop, and it's literally just my brain is just wanting to survive. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> however, the highs of running and that sense of achievement is something that's unprecedented. Um, yeah. I've never done 100K. I can pretty much guarantee I will never do 100K. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but 
but <laughs> never say never. I just say <laughs> never say never. I will never do 100k. <laughs> I, I said years ago, I was like, I don't know how anyone runs a marathon, I don't know why anyone would want to run a marathon. Um, and then yeah, I did 100k this year, so I would definitely say never say never. <laughs> I, I mean, I okay, I, I will probably. <laughs> never <laughs> I'm anyway <laughs> talk us through it so I with the marathon it was almost psychological for me when I did it, it was getting over that <clears throat> I don't know why it was it was a 32 mark for me 32k yeah. I was like I can do this next 10k and a bit I yeah. got it. Um, and yeah. that was a really key marker for me um, yes. <clears throat> what's it like doing 100 and what's the mindset is there Talk us through the race itself. Um, yeah, do you know, I'd never really... The first marathon that I did um, was pre-COVID and I really hit the wall big time. I'd, I think I'd trained up to, um, I think, 20 miles. And I remember getting to 20 and thinking, oh God, I've never run past 20 miles. I don't think I can do it. And having to walk around the last six miles and hating every second of it. And it was really a, a struggle. And... Um, Whereas I didn't really get that at all with the, the 100, um, which I have absolutely no idea why. Um, whether it's just a, a mental thing, I knew that I trained well. Um, it was just a, a really lovely, a lovely view, you know, throughout the whole race. It was it was really lovely, but it was also quite lonely at times um, because there weren't really many other runners. The, the event that I did, there were a lot of walkers. Um, and I think not so many runners probably initially at the start. Um, so there were lots of times where I was by myself. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just really enjoyed it. I never really hit the wall. I, I stopped at the aid stations and kind of chatted to people. Um, and there were people, I did have the odd moment where I was like, oh God, I don't know if I can keep going. And other people were like, no, you can do it. You know, and I think there is that, even if you walk, which I did walk a lot, um, you, you know you can do it and I, I always had that finish line in sight and I knew I wanted to do it something that I knew that I really wanted to do for a long time um and so mentally I just never I kept telling myself you know you can do it there, there's no there's no reason for you to not do it um and so yeah I think I just pushed myself through in a way um but yeah it, it was fairly quiet at times especially the second half but I, I do remember getting to the end the last 5k at the the aid station and I was just so ready to see the finish and I was walking up this last hill and this guy just came powering past me and just ran up the last hill and I was like god I literally I'm crawling up this hill so I was like okay if he can be running still at this point I can I can do it it's only 5k um and yeah that sense of achievement at the finish line even though it was I can't remember what time it was it was in it was quite late in the evening so it was really dark but my mum and dad were there my sister was there and um, kind of cheering me over the finish line. And it was just that sense of I've done it. It was a, a really great um, feeling. And one that actually my husband was like, right, you've done it. That's you've ticked that box. That's it now. And then I was like, oh, no, I, I really liked it. I think I can I think I'm going to do it again. <laughs> so it's not put me off doing more. <laughs> As I say, is that finish line feeling addictive? Was it a hundred percent? Yes. Yeah, definitely. It's just such a sense of achievement at the end. Um, that I, I literally I, I'm like right what can I do next what's yeah what's what's on the plan next and I think it does it does make you look for look for more races um 
yeah not necessarily to even, even race anyone else just to kind of for yourself but yeah that that feeling at the end when you've done it it's it's such a high um that it's it's worth kind of all the hours of training and the yeah it's it's a it's a, a feeling I think that um yeah it's it's a great one and your body's got a remarkable way of of remembering those absolute highs and somehow kind of blurring it's the pain <laughs> that t- took past it's the, so you true. know it's, it's so true, true. <laughs> yeah it really is yeah I think I've definitely as well through the last you know, last few years I, I have done a lot more strength training as well nothing fancy I don't go to the gym I do it all at home my I only have hand weights but I definitely think that that's helped um in terms of my running but to help prevent I mean a touch wood not had really too many injuries um I had a little bit of a knee niggle earlier this year but um but otherwise I think that's definitely helped alongside the running as well so I do try and do that um midweek as well in the evenings when I can and like your kind of running program for training for the 100 kilometers with the strength training have you taken um I guess that like inspiration or advice from um from people online or online materials what, what yeah kind of- I use um I follow there's an American girl um she does loads of free YouTube videos um so I basically just do all of her home workouts um she does specific leg workouts full body workouts upper body and um, anything from like 30 minutes up to an hour so I tend to do once the kids are in bed um that's when I would then do a strength workout so I try and do three or four a week um doesn't always happen but I try and do it when I can um and I actually really quite like it I really enjoy it I used to a long time ago I used to do like a lot more cardio hit um but I've, I've tried to do more strength and I actually I really enjoy it um and I, I definitely think it helps alongside the running for sure yeah it's something that Adam and I will you know talk about a lot is the importance and the value of strength training in any kind of yeah. uh, running program or cycling program but I think what you're saying there hopefully will resonate with listeners and show that it's accessible to anybody if you've got you know yeah. a little bit of space in the house it doesn't have to be um oh, honestly membership. my mat is literally behind the sofa and there's sometimes I'm like right I need to move the lamp out of the way a bit so I can do something <laughs> yeah but you can definitely um and yeah body weight or I mean I say my the weights that I use I think the heaviest set is 7 kg so they're nothing fancy nothing heavy but I definitely think it helps um and it's yeah it really works well alongside it and can you give us an insight of what are your key exercises in regards to any prehabilitation um and prehab and what, what exercises would you incorporate into your strength conditioning plan um so lots of lunges lots of squats um glute bridges I really like um using resistance bands um they're really good um yeah they're probably the key things um that I try and do I did have I did have a little bit of a knee issue um a few months ago and I think I'd kind of stopped doing as much leg and glute work and I really noticed the difference so I'd I um I kept kept at it and it seems to have helped and it's completely gone now thankfully but yeah lots of um lots of squatting um yeah I do like a, a lunge um deadlifts as well deadlifts are always good um yeah so there you go everyone 
no excuses get your mat out <laughs> um, I, I'd quite like to kind of circle back to um you know we were discussing about you were do a lot of the training on your own then you had those kind of moments in the race where large portions you were running on your own but yeah. the way um the way we found you was through the Instagram community and yeah um you know you've you've built a great community of people on that but talk us a bit about how how that got going and kind of how that um kind of helps you in your training and I'm sure it inspires yeah. other people with their training so I um basically I followed quite a lot of runners on Instagram and um, and quite a few other mums that were runners as well and I just found it really motivational and it almost kind of made me really want to to push myself a little bit more because I could kind of see others doing like really great things achieving really great things and I thought well you know I I maybe I could do that too and um so I wanted to document it partly for me because I think it's really great to look back and see what you've achieved um and kind of look back at training I quite like doing that but also if I can motivate even one person like others have motivated me then it's definitely you know a, a great thing to do um, and I, I think particularly for mums as well, I think it, it is hard, you know, particularly once you've, you know, you've got a newborn or whatever, it's it's difficult sometimes to motivate yourself to get out um, and to, to get back into it. And I just, yeah, hopefully if I can show people that it's definitely doable, it's achievable, um, then hopefully I can help others, show others that you can do it, then yeah, that's a, a really good thing to come out of it because there's so many mums that I see that are just so incredible that you that, that I see on there so I just think um yeah there's a there's a really great community of of runners on there that are really inspirational I think I think that's uh we, something that again we've we've touched on before in previous episodes but it's kind of something that runs strong is I think people hearing those experiences from people who are in similar situations to themselves yeah. so like mums hearing experiences of other mums is so much yeah. more powerful than hearing it from other sources or even other professionals yes it's definitely because um, suddenly it's like if they can do it then you know maybe I can yeah. do it so if there's and I if, think um sorry carry on. no 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 you go you go you go <laughs> I was gonna say I think that there are still you do still get people that that do think that you shouldn't maybe exercise through pregnancy or that it's harmful and and I know like when I was pregnant this time around and um, I actually I didn't run with my first pregnancy I had an awful stitch so I just stopped running um, and I just did a lot of walking second time around I ran I think until about 28 weeks and then it was just really uncomfortable so this time around I was really fortunate that I could run I ran right up until 38 weeks um and I felt great I mean I was very slow you may not be able to call it running most of the time at the end but you know I got out there and I think there is still that kind of thought or is is that okay you need and I remember getting like people kind of a few funny looks and I think there is that that I don't know if it's a stigma maybe but um there is that kind of thought oh is it okay but I think people know now that it, it it's not it's not harmful and it's not harmful to you or the baby and oh. if anything it's beneficial um and so I think the more that that's you know people can see that then that can only be a good thing and encourage people you know even if it's you know just walking I think just keeping active oh, absolutely. Um, is, is great so one one of the one of the big things when talking about um 
children and I'm sure Adam's got a young one <laughs> so yeah. uh, we're one thing that we've we've talked about a lot is sleep so there yes. must have been days where you were you know heavily what, what sleep, sleep deprived. I don't know what sleep is <laughs> but what yeah there must have been days where you're just like oh, I'm so tired I don't want to get out I don't want to you know get outside yeah. I don't want to do my workouts what what is it that kind of makes you put, the, put your trainers on do you know I don't know I think I th- I think part of it is it's just like a routine almost I think I've done it for quite a while now that it is just part of the routine and I know that I feel better for doing it than if I don't and I think you'll never regret doing a workout or getting out for some fresh air and even if it's half an hour instead of an hour that you planned you never regret that time out and that time to yourself and sometimes that almost will make you feel better if you if you rather than just sitting around um I'm personally I'm really bad at napping in the day and I know they say sleep when the baby sleeps but I've never been able to do that um that's the most rubbish comment I've ever heard (laughs) sleep when the baby sleeps is just like what because (laughs) there's so many other things that need to be done um so yeah I've never been a napper we are quite fortunate that all of our well I say that my middle one was not a great sleeper but um they're generally I mean they're pretty good now but um yeah we've we've been quite lucky with them that they they generally do sleep pretty well um which is a big help because I know other parents that their kids are up super early or um, still in the night um but yeah I I think um I I do get now a lot more sleep but yeah in the early days it's hard to make yourself get up and get out but as I say I think you always feel better for doing it and and getting some fresh air um and I think when the older two you know when you've got a baby and you're tired but then the older two are nagging you to do more stuff I'm like okay fine I need to get out (laughs) I need to break from your wall (laughs) so it's a a good motivation to get out I was um I'm just I don't know if you can hear in the background but my baby right now is is giving it (laughs) how old is your baby 18 months um and uh we are in the 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 dark end of of well the trenches as I say of teething yeah Um, oh okay and uh we we always brag about how good he is we just put him down to bed say night night and then uh (laughs) literally go (laughs) yeah night it's fine we walk off and at the moment he's like I don't know if you can hear him. But I can't hear him. I can't he's, hear him. <laughs> he's so nice. He's got a, a couple of lungs on him today. <laughs> he's been doing yeah. his cardiovascular training. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but um, but it is real, you know. And I, I you know, I've been. I, it's just how we how it works, and it is. You know, yeah. This podcast for me is a passion project, and that comes part and parcel of being a dad and a parent. And yeah. it almost sounds like that is how it was for you in became a project for you it became your passion um yeah I loved your answers on like kind of like how you're managing things like sleep but simplistically put what yeah. sort of things do you do you like do you get have you got a specific running buggy um do um, you have like yeah. what top tips are you going to say to our the mums and dads out there to go get this this is going to be really really good don't bother this because no, it's a good marketing employee, but we never, you won't know. Um, so I have the out and about running buggy. It's the Nipper Sport, which I highly rate. Um, I actually didn't run throughout my first two pregnancies. Um, I don't know why I didn't, but this time I decided to, and my mum bought it for me. And it is literally the best thing that anyone has ever given to me. Um, because without We're accepting it, sponsorships I... out and about buggies. <laughs> <laughs> 
I wouldn't have been able to train for my ultra without it because mm. at that point, um, yeah, I, I was running pretty much all week and it, it was, it would have been impossible without it. So that is a hundred percent the best thing um, that, that I have. Um, and yeah, I would say other than that, I'm just very fortunate to have my husband who is very supportive and um, who is very good to have the children and never complains when I'm out um which which is a really big factor and I think that's definitely been the 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 biggest thing and I think you know if you are having a baby or had a baby I think having someone that understands your need I guess for your own headspace and your own mental space is so important um and I think he knows that I will be a better person (laughs) once I've been out and had that time to myself so I think I think just having someone to support you and understand understand that you need that time out and um, whether it's a walk, whether it's a run, whatever that is, um, I think that's probably one of the biggest things um, that you can do for, for someone else, I guess. Um, but yeah, the buggy is probably the biggest thing. What's on the horizon and what next event are you going to sign up for that's going to focus the brain? So I... Um, I'm running London in April, which I'm really excited about. So I entered on the ballot and unfortunately didn't get a place. But then I ran Newport earlier this year and got a good for age time. So, um, yeah, managed to get a space. So I'm really excited about that. Um, I've entered a couple of times before on the ballot and never got in. So that's um, that's really exciting. Um, but I'd also signed up for Newport Marathon, which is the following weekend, because I didn't know whether I'd get into um, London. So that's exciting. So two, week, two, two weekends, two marathons. And then I'm doing in June, I am doing Endure 24, um, which is, um, I don't know if you know of this one at all, it's a 24-hour um, I think it's an eight kilometer, which I think is five. It's circuits, miles. isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yes. Is that yes. Is, it in, is it in Henley? It's in Reading. So there's one in Reading. Yeah. There's one in yeah. Leeds. Um, yeah. So that, um, I live. I live near Reading. Oh, and I, okay. No, so you I do it. <laughs> again, never. <laughs> never. I would never say never. But so we will pass this in George Twenty Four. Oh, okay. Um, and it's incredible atmosphere. Really, yeah. very good. And yeah, yeah. Well, great, great. Sounds amazing. Yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to it, actually. The only thing so is t- it's... Tell the listeners what it is, because I don't think many people will know it. So it's basically a 24-hour race. Um, It's, uh, yeah, I think it's an eight-kilometre loop, and you basically run it as many times as you can or as you like in 24 hours. You can run it solo or you can run it as part of a team. Um, I'm running it solo. Um, I'll tell you a funny story about it, and I'm all recollecting. So we went out. For, I was out for a walk, um, and you, it's a, along the river, which is lovely. Yeah. And um, we're out for this walk, and I, I saw. I didn't actually see in George Twenty Four, so that's my excuse. But I was seeing these people run, and they're all running incredibly slowly. Um, and I was like, <laughs> God, I, you know, I wasn't <laughs> like being judgy, but I, I did go like, God, these guys are going pretty slow to my wife. And I said, um, you know, fair enough. But I said maybe I could do this one because I'm not very fast on it. <laughs> and um, sure enough, I sort of was listening and I heard there's a guy who does a big tanner and this was obviously at the yes. end of the race because he was congratulating everyone in. And so, yeah. and it suddenly over, you know, I was, I was obviously having a conversation with my wife, wasn't really paying direct attention to it, but it just overheard 
the fact is a 24 hour race and I was like oh my god we're seeing yeah. like the 24 hour 23 hours and 59 yeah. minutes people <laughs> finishing no running and I was so like slow. of course they're so slow um but honestly and I think that's touching on Joe's point about community everybody there was like tents there it was almost like a festival feel yeah um and it just looked incredible uh really great yeah. fun so enjoy 24 yeah couple of marathons back to back on weekends um, yeah is that enough well that's until june so <laughs> let's see <laughs> it's really hard because i i i do kind of when i this year i did feel like i did the ultra in may and i did feel like i'd spent a lot of weekends out taking time out for myself and so i did there is an element of guilt of course there always is that you're reaching into family time at the weekends yeah we'll see see where we go after june um as to what maybe we delve into that because i think my wife is a naturally very fit person really takes her health and fitness seriously but i do think there's an element of the the guilt aspect of going for a run um certainly when i was asked to do another marathon i very happily use the excuse that i felt guilty um, i think the reality is probably not guilty as such just didn't want to yeah. do it but um, yeah but it's a good excuse <laughs> but, um, you know jokes aside i do think that the parental side of feeling guilty and not being there is is it's a feeling um i don't think and i'm going to just put it out there i don't think it's the right yeah. feeling because i think that <clears throat> You, the dedication of what you give yeah. and then the quality of Sam and X person who's gone for that run, who's then going to be in a mentally stronger place yeah. and a better energized place is going to be able to be a better version of themselves as a result of it. Yeah. yeah. That's how I look at it. Is that along the right lines? Yeah. hundred percent agree. I think there are times where I do get a bit of cabin fever if we've not, if I've not got out and um, not necessarily even for a run, but I, I'm not really very good at even just staying at home and just being inside for the whole day. I think I need to get out um, and, you know, fresh air, whatever. But I think, I think definitely I'm a better parent if I've had that time out um, to myself and that fresh air and yeah, the, the movement, um, however fast or slow, far or far or not far, however, um, however long it is I think I'm definitely a better person once I've been out especially I think you know if there have if it has been a long week um as I said my, my husband's away he's away Tuesdays and Wednesdays so he stays away on a Tuesday night so that's kind of quite two quite full-on long days for me um and as you know you know with uh with your own it's it's exhausting at times and it's mentally quite draining and it's it's just you need that bit of time out and that little bit of space and um yeah I think it's I think that's really important um and if my husband wanted to go for a run I would be you know there with the kids as well he fortunately for me does not um so that works well for me I think I think you're right then I think it's such an important partnership on you know and also for any single parents out there I think it's really important to to just okay it yeah you know and I think that's really important to just to say it very simply it's okay to do that I I definitely struggle with 
a change in routine um yeah and it seems to be the first thing that drops off my routine as if or any extra spread stress and pressure and that is yeah. also being a father is that your exercise routine drops off yeah. um you know sleep good bad yeah. and different i honestly don't know how you do it with three i am um, <laughs> <laughs> it's quite tiring <laughs> treading water with one but uh it's the tiring side of it is it just it's such your energy and we did it you know we have done a podcast about that previously but i think the whole process of the ability to be able to link into events and big events and not being completely overwhelmed by it is is really quite a testament to you um what advice on that would you offer to mums and dads out there um oh caught me off guard now I'm like oh I don't know <laughs> um I think just enjoy the the process and I always think you know if you sign up to something it's a really good goal um and having someone to support you throughout that and to allow you to do that um without as you say feeling guilty is is huge um but definitely I think if you if you sign up to something have that goal in mind um and really allow yourself to enjoy it um, and not put too much pressure on yourself. I think especially as a as a mum, whether you're a new mum or whatever, I think, you know, kids, they take a lot out of you physically, mentally. It's it's a full-on 24-hour job. And there isn't really, unless you take that time and you make that time, it, it can be quite difficult. So I think you do have to make yourself take that time out and, um, and yeah, just enjoy it and, and do it for yourself and the enjoyment that you get for yourself rather than thinking of, of what you need to do for everyone else, because there's always a million jobs to do. Um, and someone else is always going to need you. So I think just do it for yourself. Um, is really important. I completely agree with that sign up thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was one of my massive things when I was in the trenches of, I think Max was like six months old Yeah, and I felt, we talked about it on the podcast for like, you know, dad body was creeping up on me really quickly. I was like, oh my God. And um, I think a Facebook ad or something like that popped up and it, I was just like, I'm just going to sign up for half. Yeah. half. But yeah, the actual notion of the ball, the metaphorical ball in motion of because I signed up, kickstarted everything. So yeah. guys, get out there, sign up to something. Yeah. And then, because then you, you, you will make yourself do it even if it's it's not for a, a specific target of time even if it's just a, I want to finish it I, it doesn't really matter it just makes you get out there and do it and yeah and makes you um yeah makes you get on with it there we go what what a great way to round up like that's a yeah go and make sure you listen everyone and get out there so um we have a bit of a closing tradition on this podcast um okay. you and it's all around music so we'd like to know um, if if you had to. I know you don't. You've already said you don't run with music, but are there yeah. any any tracks that really um, inspire you, um, or a track to kind of represent your um, your running? And you like a bit of nineties music. <laughs> oh yeah, but a nineties party music. 
bit of 90s. Um, I do have actually a um, a playlist that I did kind of put together. I was like, well, maybe I should listen to it. And it does have some really awful, hideous tracks on there. I think um, I think even Peter Andre, Mysterious Girl is on there. Amazing. <laughs> right, stop there. That's, that's it. That's the track now. That's whatever is going to be identified with. So. <laughs> I mean, it's a great song. <laughs> I don't, yeah. It's a great song, sure. sure it gets sure. everyone knows it, so it's like <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, by definition of a great song, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> what a brilliant way to end! Yeah, Peter one day, mysterious girl. <laughs> thank you so much. Have to sign up. <laughs> exactly. No, thank you so much. I think that um, I know you were kind of like you wanted. You know, you're worried about what you're going to say and how it's going to fill the time. But actually, I think that exactly what I was really hoping for in that inspiring mums, dads out there to go, do you know, I can do this. And you've talked about the journey from just giving it a go to then completing a hundred kilometers um, and then doing, being motivated enough to then go and do Endure 24. <clears throat> Honestly, that's exactly what it's about. And I'm, I'm sure that people will listen and go, do you know what? I'm going to give it a go. So, I hope so. <laughs> thank you so much. I've loved thank it. You for having thank me. you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Another great episode about pregnancy, being a mum, running. I feel like we've 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 covered uh, some different angles on this, but each episode it feels like you know we're getting even more top tips for listeners. I uh, yes, I I love it. I did love it. I think that um, you're right. I think it's been a little bit of a feature of it, but. I do think it's just one of those things, and I'm probably biased standing on this side of the fence, but it, it, I, there is such an obstacle when people have little ones and there is such a drop-off of exercise. Um, and what I loved about that is that she was just so humble about how she went things and went yeah. and done things. It wasn't like, I've done 100K and this is, I'm going to, you know, uh, this is like, I'm amazing. It was more just like, I've done it. I have did a couple of runs. I really enjoyed it. I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah, which is what, which is what it, you know, it's, it's, that's the fundamentals, isn't it? It's, and if, if people are going to keep habits and keep running and keep training and whatever they're doing, um, you've got to enjoy it and you've got, got to do it for the love of it. So I think it was, um, yeah, uh, hopefully some inspiration and some top tips there for people that perhaps are lacking a little bit of confidence or don't quite know where to start. It's um, kind of building that journey, isn't it? And the start is getting yourself signed up for something. Be accountable to it and get out and do it, guys. So get out the door. On that note. See you on the other side. See you on the other side. Be the first to hear about our new episodes and find more information by following Exercise Right UK on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter.